0: so thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you that you love us, that you are here in the midst of us, and that you want to teach us. You want us to hear your voice, and so that you can lead us in that life that you called us to live, and so that we can live in eternity with you. You want to be the one. You want to be our one. You are the only one for us. We love you and praise you. In Jesus name. Amen. He is so good. He's so cool. And you know, he wants us to know that when we ask him to come and live on the inside of us, he really does. And that we can depend on him. I feel like his heart today is what he's saying is that we don't go to him. That we don't trust him. We go to other sources because maybe we don't trust what we're hearing. Maybe we don't trust that we can hear him, and we get messed up. And you know, the enemy is out to kill, and destroy, and he wants to mess that up. But Jesus wants us to know that we can go to him. He left, he said that the Father would send the Spirit, and that he would be with us all the time. He'd be our counselor, our standby, and yet we we go to other places when we're in trouble, when we have things going on, we run somewhere else and we get everyone's opinion but him. But he laid down his life for us so that we wouldn't follow the voice of a stranger. And he said that in John 10, 10. He laid down his life for us. He's the good shepherd. He's the one that we need to go to with anything, with everything. And, you know, we won't follow the voice of a stranger when we know him. When you know Jesus, when you get up every day and you sit with him, and you hear him talk to you, and you give, and he gives you his perspective, and he tells you how much he loves you, and um, you just know him. And so that's the way it's supposed to be. And then when you go to church or somewhere and you hear a lie, you recognize that you know, the voice of a stranger, and you don't follow that way. But yet we do the opposite thing. Um, many people go to church, they look at the pastor, and even ask him personal questions, maybe or, or for their for his guidance. And they don't know him from Adam. And um, in some cases, and he doesn't know them. And yet they look to him for an answer and they could be wrong. And, and Jesus wants you to know that. He didn't lay down his life for you, for you to turn to somewhere else, for you to turn to a stranger. But he wants you to turn to him. He wants you to believe that he's truly on the inside of you for you to call on day or night. And when you give him that attention, you're going to know that. And then you're going to recognize the voice of, of a stranger. You, you can be sitting in a church and hearing the pastor and hearing something he says that doesn't line up with Jesus, the Jesus that you know. And that's the way it should be. If you go to someone and get someone else's opinion just because they have a degree or whatever it is, and it's a wrong opinion, and you live by that opinion, then on that day, when you stand before Jesus, that is going to be so messed up because he's going to say, I didn't know you. You weren't following me you didn't take heed to what I said, you know, and how can you if you don't know him? How can you if you put someone else before him? The, the pastor and, and other sources in the world are not our God. And Jesus said, many on that day are going to say, Lord, we did this, we did that. And thinking they were right with him. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. Away from me, you who practice lawlessness. And so, and and really, you know, so many people say, well, I don't hear God, and um, so I have to go ask someone else's opinion. And Jesus really gave you the key right there. He said, you who practice lawlessness. And so, and he tells us actually in John 14 that if we love him, we'll obey him, and he'll manifest himself to us. So much of the time, people don't honor the word of God. They know the word, they quote the word, but they're not doing the word. They're deceived into thinking they're doing the word. And that's what Jesus said. You know, the enemy's going to come disguised as an angel of light. He's going to try to trip you up and you're following confusion, doubt, and unbelief. And you don't even know it because he's got you messed up when you disobey God. You know, he He's there. You're, you're following Him. You're not following God, but he, he wants you to think that you are. He comes dressed as an angel of light. And I'm not against pastors or anything, but Jesus is saying, I died. I gave up my life for you. Of course, He rose from the dead. He's not dead. He rose from the dead, but He gave up His life. He laid down His life because He loves us. And He said, God's spirit would come and live on the inside of us. Those who obey him, you can read that in John 14. He said, if you obey me, you love me, and then me and my father are going to make our home within you. I'm going to manifest myself to you. So we have to be in agreement with him. We have to abide with him. And if we're not, then we're not going to hear him. He said, those who love me, obey me. And so we got to be sharp to obey him. we got to constantly be going before him and ask for correction and say, teach me your way. I want to obey you. I want to obey you. Show me where I'm missing it. You know, so often I miss it. You know, he tells me to do something and I don't really like what I heard and I don't want to do it. And I don't realize that um, I'm being, I'm trying to think of what he called me, self-willed. I don't realize I'm being self-willed. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. And not intentionally saying it that way with disrespect, but thinking that, thinking I can't do it. And that is the voice of the enemy. That's the voice of a stranger. Because God is only gonna tell me to do things for my good. He's only directing me down that path he has for me to live the good life. He has a good plan for me. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven And when he tells me what to do, it's for my good. He's leading me in righteousness to that place where I can have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And the enemy wants to stop that. And so he tries to get you to live by your feelings. And he is a voice. Corinthians says, take captive every thought and make it line up with the word of God, because he's a voice. He comes in your head and he, he tries to get you to live by your feelings. He is a stranger. You know, I I was saying that if you go to your pastor and you hardly know him and you want to know what he thinks, and then you take that um, advice and you live that, that's a voice of a stranger. And the enemy um, is involved in that because a pastor's role is not to tell you what to do or where you're missing it, because Jesus, (laughs) he lives inside of you. Who should be closer to you than that? He knows everything about you. He knows where you're missing it. He knows what you should do. He knows what tomorrow brings. Your pastor doesn't. Your pastor should be guiding you in hearing the voice of the Lord your God. He should be encouraging you to go to God to hear him. Yet, you know, the world says that we, you know, we need to look to man. We shouldn't be out on an island. And are we really on an island? when we're in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and He's telling us what to do? No, we're not. But, you know, the world makes us think their logic, their education tries to put us down, belittle us for hearing the voice of the Lord our God. And that is all that we really need. Our source is Jesus, not the world, not education, You know, so many people have been great men of God who never had any education, um, who couldn't even read. God uses the lowly things of the world because um, a man who is prideful, God can't tell him anything. You know, and sometimes even in a church, the man of God, the, the preacher gets to the place where, you know, he wants to be, he doesn't realize it, but he wants to be God. He, he wants all the credit. He wants to tell you what to do. He wants it his way, because he went to school. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you get to know God, that you have that personal relationship with him. And you let him be your God. It's so simple. But we try to make it so difficult, and try to make man the center of attention. And um, that is not right. God is a center of attention. Jesus said, I lay down my life, my sheep know my voice. So when we have fellowship with him, when we're looking to him, when we're seeking him, and he's gonna sound like his word, um, when we're seeking him, then we're gonna be seeking the voice of the Lord our God. We're gonna be in fellowship with him. And um, that, that is the bottom line and then um, we're gonna be doing what he is calling us to do. And it has nothing to do, if he tells you to go to school, that's a different story, you know, let us do that, but we need to be led by the Spirit. Jesus laid down his life, God's Spirit, not only for that reason, but a big reason, so God's Spirit could come and live on the inside of us. He told the disciples, I'm not gonna leave you as orphans. You don't have to grieve, but." God is, those who obey me, God is going to send his spirit to come and live on the inside of them. And he's going to remind them of the things I said. He's going to remind you of the things I said. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to be your counselor. The Amplified Bible says your standby, your advocate, your intercessor, your helper, whatever you need. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of you all the time. And it's a real thing. You know, and so much of the time, um, even um, pastors will tell you that you're not supposed to hear God. And God is a mystery. And we have to know God for ourselves Individually, we're going to stand before God one day. You know, you're not gonna be able to say, well, my pastor said I didn't have to forgive this person because of what they did to me, or my pastor said this, or my pastor said that. That's not going to cut it with Jesus. It's an individual thing it's he, he left. He said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but the spirit is going to come and live on the inside of you. And he's going to teach you. He is the one that we're going to have fellowship with. And he's not going to say anything other than the father tells him to say. And so God wants to encourage us today that you can't be looking to your church. You can't be looking to a man of God. You can't be looking to a book or an evangelist or anyone else, you have to have your own relationship with Jesus. You're gonna stand before Him someday and no one's gonna be accountable for your life except you. And so if you don't know Him, if you don't hear His voice, then that's your part to take the time to get to know Him. If you don't have time to know Him, you're not gonna make it. Because if you don't have time to know Him, if you don't know Him, if you don't know the word, he is his word, John one. If you don't know him or his word, then how are you going to obey him? Then how are you going to stand before Jesus on that day and him say to you, well done, that good and faithful servant, you did what I said? Because you're not going to be able to because you don't know him and you can't even do it without him. You know, it's not your pastor that helps you do it or, um, you know, your mentor or anyone else. It's you, you and Jesus, Jesus in you he lives on the inside of you and if he lives on the inside of you then he he's your everything and you're going to be able to do everything in his strength and he's going to teach you and he's going to show you that you have to forgive everyone it doesn't matter what they did to you and he's going to correct you you know sometimes people go to god and they want a prayer answered they want their healing and they don't even know that they're disobeying him they don't even realize they're looking everywhere else to every other avenue except to God, because they don't know him. We have to know that we have to cultivate a relationship with him. That's what it's about. And that's what you should be learning when you go to church, that it's a relationship between you and Jesus. And he will manifest himself to you when you obey him. He will. He said that in John 14:21. He said, if you love me, I will show myself to you. If you don't love me, he said, the world's not going to see me because we got to choose him. But you're going to know me because I live inside of you. So he really, truly lives on the inside of you. And he's always there all the time for whatever you need. You can call on him. And, you know, don't let someone tell you that he's silent. He's not. You know, he's silent if you walk away from him, if you reject him. But um, he, he isn't silent. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart. He's going to come in and dine with you. And it's not going to be a silent dining. He, he's always wanting to teach you. He's reaching out. He wants us to have revelation knowledge. He wants us to have wisdom. He said, my sheep know my voice. He wants us to hear him. He wants to do good for us. He has a good for our lives. He even has an awesome assignment for you. That is going to be your provision of happiness, peace, joy, um, prosperity in every area of your life. He's so good. He is so in love with you. And it's a relationship. And he wants you to, to take the time to get to know him. Get on your knees every morning. You actually can hear his voice. He is going to make himself known to you when you give him attention. Chronicle says that his eyes look to and fro, trying to find someone he can show himself strong to. So he's looking to show himself strong to you. But you got to give him that attention. You have to have time for him. If you reject him, then you've rejected him. He said to me one day, so many people just think that they're going to move in with me someday, but right here and right now, they don't have time for me. They don't agree with me. They really want nothing to do with me, but they think they're going to move in with me someday. So what he's saying is we're deceived. You have to have a relationship with him. You have to know him. You have to be willing to let him correct you. He corrects those he loves. You're going to correct your children because you want good for them. He's only going to correct you because he wants good for you. He wants you to represent him while you're here to show who he is and how good he is. And he can't do that unless you're in agreement with him. Unless you're willing to humble yourself and let him teach you his higher way of living. He's so gutting. You know, if you ever asked Jesus to come and live on the inside of you, if you never asked the Holy Spirit to come, all you have to do is ask. He's already knocking at the door of your heart. It's not a fancy prayer. You just have to humble yourself and be willing to change. So many people think it's a prayer and it's a ticket to heaven and you go back to your old life, and it certainly is not. It's a brand new life, and yes, the enemy is gonna come against you. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy and um he's going to come and try to pull the rug out from under you and so you have to have that tight relationship with jesus you have to spend time with him to get to know him and let him teach you and correct you and that's what the prayer is about so you ask him to come and live on the inside of you and it's a lifestyle change and then he starts preparing you to live with him for eternity and so you want to obey him no matter how it feels or what it looks like and know that he's in love with you, he laid his life down for you. So, of course, he's the one who loves you, and he's only going to do good for you, but the enemy is going to make it seem like it's bad, and it's not good, and it's going to do you harm, but it's just a lie. It's a trick. It's a scam. Don't click that button. So, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the side of you, just say, Lord, I want you to come and teach me. I want to live my life your way. I want to live with you in heaven. I want to be in agreement with you. And so then I guess I have to know you. And so I'm asking you to come live on the inside of me. Help me to understand the word of God. Teach me your way. That's all you got to do. And you can do it anytime. And you can talk to him anytime. He's always there. He's not going to not talk to you. He doesn't have an attitude. He, he's not mad at you. he's in love with you and he's just waiting for you to call on him. He's just waiting for you to call on his name. So thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.